With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line as we welcome you back on a Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend to the dads. Hope you had a nice Father's Day as we get it going here. We've got the draft coming up later this week. Of course, you got game three, Stanley Cup final coming up tonight in Tampa Bay, where I will say Wes Reynolds sitting in for Michael Lombardi. The barn down in Tampa is going to be off the charts today. We'll get to the hockey game in just a bit. Can I convince you on a team total today, which first pitch in about 10 minutes, and that is uh, the Miami Marlins and your New York Mets. Of course, the the total on the game is eight and a half. I'm going to stay away from that. Mm -hmm. I bet it earlier today, four and a half on the Mets team total over even money. You know, I'm a little a little titillated by that even money on the over four and a half. But take a look. Two subpar pitchers. Trevor Rogers, the lefty. The Mets mash everybody. They are your over team this year in Major League Baseball. Um, in, in his last, what, eight or eight or more runs scored in each of his last six starts, that being Rogers. Also, mm-hmm. David Peterson on the bump for the Mets, by the way, eight or more runs scored in each of his p- past six starts. But two below average pitchers, especially Rogers, if you take a look at his metrics, really trending in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 runs game, 14 runs played it in game one of this series, five in game two, and then eight yesterday with two studs on the bump uh, and, and with Miami and the Mets. I, I targeted the team total coming up here in about nine minutes Mets over four and a half Wes Reynolds what you say yeah I can't disagree with that actually even though you know you look at the metrics and you think maybe there's going to be some positive regression for Trevor Rogers but maybe those of us that are thinking that are looking back to see if we're going to get the 2021 Trevor Rogers which we have not gotten at no. all this year 12 starts this year, three and five, 587 ERA, 164 on the whip. That is walks and hits per innings pitched. Eight or more runs, as you said, scored in each of his past six starts. But it, you just look also, even if Rogers is better that, today, yes. the bullpen. It's terrible. Yeah, 26th in league ERA, 30th, uh, or, uh, and and just just not very good. Over the last 10 contests, the Marlins given up just under five a game, 4.8 runs per game. So that's probably the way I would play it. Actually. I think that's a smart play by you to go ahead with the team total because uh, it's now gone to eight and a half. Usually you don't like to chase the steam overall in the total, but oftentimes what you'll find are these derivative markets. You know, the total moves, but you don't always see like the team total move with it. It's like, you know, when you get, 
uh, a game total that moves, whether it's basketball or football, the first half or the first quarter, mm-hmm. they're slower to move on those because not as many people, it's easy for them to get by because not as many betters are betting those. So the team total, if you like the over, probably going to be a little bit slower to move more often than not than obviously the full game. Total. And you mentioned the Marlins pen, which is just a disgrace because this offense is terrible. The pen is terrible, but the starting pitch, the starting pitching is, is awesome. usually really good for this team. I mean, now Quintara, another great outing yesterday goes eight strong in city field. Uh, and I think Pablo Lopez has been good. I bet him a lot as a dog and cash more tickets than not with this guy because that's the reason why sometimes these guys are dogs, even though these pitchers are so good, is because this team just doesn't have consistent power. No, they don't. And the Marlins are a team that's got to win a, ga- a lot of games three to two. You're not going to see them win a lot of eight to seven type of games, you know, slugfest. So. I think you're probably on the right track there. And usually in day games, I think we're more want to go to the under, but showing the movement on the over shows that I think you're going to get a lot of runs scored. this afternoon. And half of baseball fans will call him El Contra half will say Alcantara, but he is now your NL Cy Young award winning betting favorite at two to one in the NL Musgrove three and a half to one Corbin Burns sitting five to one. What's interesting about this is El Contra was, he was your third betting favorite in the market yesterday before his start. Uh, I believe closer to five to one with Musgrove being mm-hmm. your favorite, who's now dropped the second betting favorite in the NL. Any thoughts with Alcantara, Musgrove, and Burns? Those two, those three, and then you go Rodon at seven and a half to one. But like I said, it, this has been a historic run for the Mar- Marlins starter. Well, Friday night I almost gave Derek Stevens uh, down there at Circa a heart attack when I saw coming across the Twitter machine he was on with us for a segment, and it said Joe Musgrove to the IL. It was b- reported by the associated press so I was like IL and then a minute later they corrected it to the COVID IL yes. so there's no injury for Joe Musgrove but I saw IL brought that up to Derek and he got a little nervous with some Cy Young bets and also the fact that they have a relationship with the San Diego Padres in terms of a sponsorship agreement and whatnot so Musgrove not going to be out for that long. Maybe he's going to miss a start at most yep. being on that uh, COVID IL list. So Musgrove has been tremendous and really the Padres have been tremendous. Now we'll see how long uh, uh, that that injury is going to happen for Manny Machado because he did go out with that ankle injury. It is not a fracture. Apparently, no. apparently it is just a sprain, but it looked like it was going to be much worse because I've been marveling at the Padres because it's like, now they're finally getting it done. This is the team we thought we were going to see last year, right? That's right. Because, uh, you know, early in the season, though, I think you could sense last year early on it was not going to end well for the Padres simply because they were burning that bullpen. Jace Tingler, the old manager, it's like these guys were dead by about August, that bullpen, and you knew they were going to be out of the race. But now you had Bob Melvin, terrific manager, And I think that's going to make a difference just in a few wins and losses there. And the fact that this team's been healthy, the fact that these starters also have been going deeper in the games. Darvish has been going deeper. Musgrove's been going deeper. The kid Mackenzie Gore, I think, has been very good. So this starting rotation's been awesome, but got to stay healthy. You know, whenever I think they're going to get Tatis back. 
relatively we, soon. We think. Yeah, that, that's we been, think, co- but that's we been don't know, covert. But we've thought about that for a couple weeks now. So hopefully for their sake, Machado is not out too long because uh, Padres are hanging right in there with the Dodgers. The x-rays were good coming back on Machado. You mentioned they expected much worse. I will say this. You mentioned the upgrade in managers. That clubhouse couldn't stand Tingler. And in, in particular, the pitchers had an issue with him. He has an abrasive Man, personality. Anyway. Out their arms. <laughs> he was killing them. He was pulling a Dusty Baker from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Tingler. Now Melvin there. Melvin's a stud. He's going to be fine. By the way, a San Diego Darvish hosting Arizona and Davies on the bump. Darvish open right around a $2 favorite, $1.99. Actually, we've seen that number come back the other way with San Diego now $1.65, $1.70 favorite. The market's varied on this one. You see it. We can throw up the board on the D-backs, the Snakes, and the Padres. What's interesting about the Diamondbacks is they don't hit for an average, but they hit for power. It's a, it's a very confounding team, this mm-hmm. Snakes team. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of this movement, too, is predicated on the fact that Machado not likely Absolutely. to go, obviously, tonight. We know Tatis is out indefinitely with that risk. Will Myers still on the injured list. So you've got three primary bats in your lineup on the injured list. And the Diamondbacks, you know, they've been pretty plucky this year. I know they're not going to contend in that monster division with those two teams. And also the Giants still nine games over 500. But 32 and 36 for a really rebuilding team, I think, is very respectable for Arizona. But Money starting to come in. I think the I think the price maybe got adjusted before it got bet. I think 175 was the opener. I know Matt Humans likes the Diamondbacks tonight, but now down getting a little bit lower in 150. I feel like I'm kind of late to take the snakes tonight. Yep, may want to hold off. Now I just want to throw at you AL Cy Young numbers. The market right now, and we're going to talk about uh, the Rays hosting the Yankees coming up later. A great pitching matchup with. Cole on the bump for the pinstripes. And then Shane McClanahan, who has been ridiculous this year for the Rays. He right now in the AL is your betting favorite at three and a half to one. Verlander, remember Verlander kids is a guy that's won an MVP and the AL Cy Young in the same year, which is insane. He's four to one. Nestor Cortez, six to one. Of those three, Three and a half to one. Does that feel short? Or are you good with that three, that number on McClanahan? Yeah, I think it's about right. And by the way, McClanahan is going to go tonight against Garrett Cole. We talked about that game briefly with Will Hill. So I'll go ahead and just get mine in on, on that one. Uh, I do like the race tonight as a dog. And I think you're going to get close to about 120 in the market. Uh, mainly because the Yankees had that streak snapped yesterday nine game winning streak and oftentimes and I know Dave Tooley if you read the daily columns at mm-hmm. com, daily does his Tooley's takes and you know updates on the family life I think uh, they took the kids camp <laughs> at the compound and yeah at the, at the compound at Tooley Manor there so updating on their uh, Father's Day uh, doings yesterday but also does talk about when teams get their streak snapped and I think he termed it anti swagger play that's a good that's a great term uh, from, from like Dave Tooley there but you know, that maybe this is a spot for the Tampa Bay Rays tonight and getting about 120. And and look, the Rays, I think, do need a good series here very shortly. 36 and 30 on the year. Look, still solid playing good baseball, but you're all of a sudden 13 games back of the New York Yankees before even the all-star break. So Shane McClanahan, look, one of the favorites, as you mentioned, to take home the Cy Young, 184 ERA, 318 on the XFIP, uh, 45% ground ball percentage this season. So look, he's got to go against this power lineup against left-handed pitching. Aaron Judge, Geo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Rizzo, Gallo, Torres, 
all pretty good hitters against left-handed pitching, as is uh, Higashioka, who's got four home runs in the month of June, two of them against left-handed pitchers. But McClanahan has faced the Yankees twice already this season. He's only given up two earned runs in 12 innings. So I think he's got it figured out. And Garrett Cole, whose numbers are very good, so I don't have long-term concern for Garrett Cole. But last time he did pitch on the road, he got rocked by the Minnesota Twins a couple weeks ago. I think gave up like five home runs. So, you know, he clearly, I think, is more comfortable pitching at the stadium than he is on the road, at least in the short term. You mentioned the Rays, who are just 2-7 and seven over their last nine. They lost three straight series. The Yanks swept them last week. The Orioles, how about the Twins as well? It's not an explosive offense. I will say, what are they, 25th and run scored. No Franco, no Brandon Lowe for them tonight. The under is five and two, their last seven. Cole has dominated this raised team 0.75 mm-hmm. ERA, seven hits, 12 innings pitched. But McClanahan is also, he's just a ridiculous weapon and he's pitched well against the Yankees. Can I titillate you? Can I tease you Wes on that under six and a half tonight? You perhaps could because, oh, by the way, uh, King and Holmes did not pitch yesterday for the Yankees. So at least they've got a little depth in that bullpen. If Garrett Cole gets in a little trouble early, I was just just trying to get a cosign from you because I already bet it. Okay. Well, well, I'm not against you. <laughs> I was just so it's was, a half endorsement. I was just trying to get a cosign to make me feel better about myself with the. I, well, I wouldn't bet the over. I'll say that. Okay. I teased it. An absolutely unreal t- tweet from Wes Reynolds is next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's VSEN Summer Special. We were just talking about how excited we were for the month of July here at the network. For only 19 bucks, shout to Wes Reynolds. You get everything VSEN has to offer from now until the end of July. You can sign up today and you get VSEN's. Daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball bets, NFL preseason coverage. Also, you get McNeil with through the Stanley Cup final as well. Premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, which comes right to your inbox, 
Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, that's worth the $19. And use of our betting tools, including updated splits every 10 minutes at vsin.com. All through July 31st for 19 bucks. It's insane. It's less than $20, people. Get on it. It's vcin.com slash summer. That's vcin.com slash summer. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, I'm Patrick Maher. He is Wes Reynolds filling in for Michael Lombardi. Michael's been getting loose on his Twitter, mm-hmm. M Lombardi NFL on social. And I just want to tell American, I think it's American Airlines. I don't. I don't want to get it wrong here, but you're on the list. Michael Lombardi Uh-oh. was going he was going off on somebody. When he wasn't tweeting about Hemingway, he was getting after the airlines. And M. Lombardi, nobody's better. That's a, on, that's a dangerous place to be, as you know, to get uh, sideways with yes, Michael. It, it certainly is. And uh, <laughs> speaking of Twitter, I bring up Lombardi's Twitter account because another must follow on Twitter is at Beeson Live. But after you follow us, you can follow Wes Reynolds at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter, and you can see the dapper picture when we had picture day here at VEASAN. I see that as part of your profile. You look very good. But here's the tweet from Wes Reynolds. This is 33 minutes ago. During a segment, I saw him preparing it. <laughs> Forgot that the Westminster Dog Show is tomorrow and Wednesday. I used to hate it when it would, when it would preempt Monday Night Raw. Now I watch the dog show and hardly ever watch Raw anymore. See, now this is, and my dad's a big Raw guy, so I always hear about it when I talk to him. But when I think of just somebody that goes hard on the wrestling, I think of you. You don't own a dog. I do, so I get into Westminster. But there is something. I was at a bar once in L.A where all of a sudden Westminster was on and I people, it was like the Super Bowl was on television. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. were dialed into this. Uh, all p- the people out in West Hollywood walking their dogs. <laughs> and- yeah, those are facts. Now, question for you. What's going on here? Are we fading from the wrestling scene and getting into the dog scene? This tweet has me alarmed, Wes Reynolds. I don't know. I mean, I remember when uh, the Westminster Dog Show, I believe it's now on Fox Sports 1. It It used to be on USA in the 90s, and then they would always do this, like, graphic where it's like we're preempted this week and they'd have some picture of the dog with the Monday Night Raw logo like you know we're not going to be here next week and I always used to be like oh no it's the dog show but now I actually watch the Westminster dog show and I'm more entertained and amused by that than I am by uh, Monday Night Raw but uh, by the way doings in WWE some uh, some things going on at the top level yes, apparently sir. at the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment there in Stanford, Connecticut so uh, that'll be funny the machination where it's like that company, by the way, Patrick, has never been less popular, but never made more money because everything is about TV content. Everything is about the TV contract yes. now. And they make so much money on those two TV shows on USA Network and also on Fox on Friday night that it's like they don't have to be like a, a cutting edge or a really creatively good product. They're making so much money on TV and then plus uh, getting that uh, getting those uh, couple paychecks for those two shows a year from the Saudis as well. You may have tipped your hand a little bit as at West Reynolds one. Uh, it appears your team Beagle because I do see you've retweeted. I just happen to see that picture. Uh, it is a precocious Beagle. But is that the way you're going to be leaning here in the market Beagle? I don't know. I, I tend to like I mean, I had a Doberman <laughs> pincher when I was little. The Dobermans never win. I always like the golden retrievers, but it's always those like furry food. Foo-foo dogs that win the Westminster dog show, like the, the poodle, you know, with the, the poofy, you know, circular round tail. Yes, and you're, whatnot. Ex- you're right about it's that. It's always those type of dogs that win. And it's like, 
How did that dog win and not that great looking <laughs> German shepherd? See, he's passionate. Great golden retriever, you know. You know, the funny, like more sporty dogs, because that's what they do now at the dog show. They have those athletic competitions where they're like running the obstacle course. And, and you know, it's kind of adorable when all of a sudden they miss an obstacle and then the trainer has to say, no, go back this way. And the crowd's encouraging these dogs there at the Westminster Dog Show where they have this, uh, the, the event. But yeah, it, it's never the dog <laughs> that I want. Nevertheless, at least when you're watching the Westminster dog show, I think it's the caretakers. I think it's the dog owners that run the dogs yes. around the track. Yes. At least those people don't seem overly into it or psychotic. Well, well, I'm just playing. They're very psychotic. Well, and, and one of the things too, and I'm not making fun of anybody's size. I'm a lar more largely proportioned individual, but it's always like this really huge dude that's carrying this little sporty dog. I was like, how does this fat dude keep up with that little fat, this <laughs> This little fast dog, you know, just going to run him all around the ring. No Monday Night Raw because the Westminster Dog Show is in town and he's Team Beagle. Wes Reynolds won on Twitter. Okay, we transition. I just had to get that in there. That was uh, that was a tweet that popped up during the show and I was just like, Wes is getting loose. Uh, okay, Colorado, Tampa Bay. So let's get into this. Uh, 14 and 2 for Colorado in the postseason so far. I mean, it's just they outscored the Lightning 11 to 3 to take a 2-0 series lead. Uh, of course, you're going to hear, oh, you have to hear about it with the Lightning down 0-2 to the Rangers, four straight wins, and they found themselves in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, but Colorado, you look, you take a look deeper into the numbers here, Wes. They mm -hmm. outshot Tampa Bay 68-39. to uh, They have such a balanced scoring attack. They were 3-7 of seven on the power play, perfect 6-6 six six in the penalty kill, so they've been just awesome. Kadri did fly with the team to Tampa. I don't think he's going to play with that yeah. broken hand. Burakovsky is actually banged up for Colorado, but it hasn't seemed to matter. Now they do go to Tampa Bay where it's a cool barn. That's kind of built right into the city yes. and they're really into the lightning. They're seven and one, the lightning at home this postseason. They, the last time they lost at home, I think it was to Toronto game three round one. Um, I'm not going to say Kemper's been better than Vasilevsky, but because if you look at Vasilevsky and his expected goals, it's a little over six. So he's been better than what is expected, but you, you do expect more from a modern day Patrick Waugh or, you know, you pick, mm -hmm. pick an old school goaltender. Um, this is interesting because yesterday plenty of shops had Colorado favored. And now you're seeing essentially we've got it listed as the lightning, a dollar 20 favorite and the abs coming back the other way, even, but this number's kind of been toggling back and forth with the two teams, Wes. Yeah, and, and I mean, no surprise, at least, that Tampa Bay, despite the uh, disparate results we've seen in the first couple games, that they're at least getting enough support where it's pretty even. I think it's about minus 110. I know minus 120 where we are here at the South Point, but let's go out a market average of about minus 110. Yep. It's not necessarily a surprise because, look, this is the two-time defending, or these are, rather, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. It's like, this team's got too good of a culture to get swept, right? Like, it, they're going to get B. Like, they're going to lose this series and I thought that they were even beforehand what I wanted was Tampa Bay to win game one in Colorado and then come in and lay Colorado for the series price those plans uh, unfortunately didn't happen but I don't really know what to do with the side because it is hard for me necessarily to go against this avalanche team even though I think they're much better at home because look the altitude absolutely, absolutely Good point. does matter Good point. and I think for a, for a Tampa Bay team you know because they're not in the Western Conference so it's not like you know 
when Calgary comes in or the Vegas Golden Knights come into Colorado where they're a lot more used to it, playing them more frequently in Denver. But, you know, I think that could have affected Tampa Bay. So I'm going to stay away from the side, though. And I did play the total, though, at under six. And it's basically minus 120 most places in the market, even some minus 125. So this is getting hit a little bit this morning, as we talked about with Thomas Gable. Tampa Bay's only chance, I think, is to try to, you know, to do what they do, and that's, you know, pay the price, blocking shots, and then the ones that get through the vase, he's got to stop. Now, he hasn't been able to do that, and, you know, and it's not because just Colorado has been getting a lot of shots. They've been getting a lot of free runs oh. to, the, to the net, and Tampa Bay and Hedman and those guys, they got to be more aggressive, and they got to be able to stop that. I think that they will tonight, so I think that this is going to be a lower-scoring game. Now, Tampa Bay can't do, like, totally what they did and absorb all this pressure, you know, like they did against the Rangers, because we know the Rangers on five-on-five five couldn't hardly score. No. Now, when they got on the power play, they could. They were one of the best in the league. But, you know, for Tampa Bay, you can't take dumb penalties. You already know you're up against it against this offensive juggernaut. But I think Tampa Bay, you know, absorbs a little pressure, attacks the neutral zone, you know, make the avalanche chip and chase a little bit more. Don't let them go just up and down the ice because you're not going to outskate this team. You got to try to make them chip and chase and really that'll slow down the hockey game, I think, and lead to an under tonight. No disrespect to the blue shirts. They very much aren't the Colorado avalanche. No, <laughs> this no. Is, this is that, very... that way, Tampa Bay, I mean, they could just, you know, just sit out there and block shots and it's like, okay, we'll let you have the puck 60% of the time. You're not going to score. You do that against Colorado. You've obviously seen the result of that through two games. That MGM splits, John Ewing coming in. You're going to be happy with your under because 78% of the bets on the over, 65% of the handle on the over six. So you like to see that coming mm-hmm. back the other yeah, way. Betters are going to betters are going to bet what they see last. I mean, Absolutely. we see that in all these playoff series and whatnot. And look, it's like, well, one team got seven the last time. So surely we're going to get over six here in game three. I don't think so. I think this is going to be a three, two game, but don't ask me to pick the side because I have no idea. Well, the side right now 67% of the bets over at BetMGM on the abs no surprise 69% of the handle yet we're seeing the splits over there at BetMGM 110 up and down with the abs and lightning coming up next here on the Lombardi line our buddy Josh Applebaum joins Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's Lombardi Line as we welcome you back here. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's good to see Wes Reynolds sitting next to me because we couldn't get the door open. So it was almost, it was going to yeah, be a situation. Yeah, yeah. Is that our way? I don't know if they have a feed here at the South point for the uh, maintenance folks, by the way, uh, we do, we do have a glass door. We have two glass doors in our little glass uh, Petri dish here at the South point. Uh, one of them getting stuck. So we need some grease or we need some armor all on this doorstop or something to loosen this bad boy up. You didn't bring your WD 40. I did work? not bring my WD 40. Josh Applebaum handed out a WNBA winner for me last night. We worked together on the Lombardi line. We welcome him. He is the author of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Market Insights is his pod. And, of course, with Pritch betting across America later today. More importantly, Minnesota-Las Vegas easily flies over the posted total of 173.5. It's a good job by you, bro. 
I appreciate it, Patrick and Wes. It's great to see you, my man. And yeah, Patrick, I want to know how was the game? I've never been to a WNBA game. We do have the um, Connecticut Sun, only about you know forty-five an hour from me here in, in uh, down in Connecticut. But Patrick, big winner to the over. Were you the one screaming, "Push the pace, push the pace, shoot the three, foul and one"? Was that you in the crowd? If great I had though. to use one word to describe the WNBA game I went to, lit. It was uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? I was way into it um, for a multitude of reasons, and one, Becky Hammond means business when she's walking up and down she's the woods. Cha- she's changed that team, by the way, because if you watch the aces last year, Lane beer, you know, who was a very good coach, yeah, but Bill he Lane liked, beer. he liked to work it a little bit more in the paint. He was very old school and had an old school mentality. And Becky Hammond was like, you know what, what I learned in San Antonio, I'm going to bring what I learned on the bench with Popovich in the NBA and spread the floor. Yep. And shoot a bunch of threes, and that's what they do. And they finally got the girls to go ahead and make them. Well, it's, what's interesting about that? I was sitting with a friend who I, I promised her I'd go, and I was talking about the Stephization of basketball. Well, it has trickled to the WNBA. There's a lot of kids. There's a lot of spacing, a lot of driving kicks. Now, the WNBA, you will see a little bit more of a post-up game because there are girls that have a major size advantage. But a lot of it, as Wes just illustrated perfectly, Becky Hammond's got this team slashing to the basket, mm-hmm. kicking out to open mm-hmm. three-point shooters. And it was a good product. There was a great crowd. It really was. I, I, I enjoyed myself. And our resident expert with the WNBA is Danielle Alvari, which you can also find her podcast, Beeson.com slash podcast. But I did want to start with thanking you for that play, <laughs> my friend. Oh, you're, you're very welcome, Patrick. And again, you know, they don't always win. So, you know, if, if we lose, we'll just pour it out, pretend it didn't happen. But I think it's really important here, Patrick, you know, when you look at the WNBA, you got to kind of treat it as a different sport a little bit, because, you know, me as a contrarian, I like looking at percentages going, you know, looking at situations I can bet against the public. We talk about this all the time, but, you know, WNBA throw away really the contrarian percentages betting against the public. There really isn't enough public to go against, but mm-hmm. to your point, Patrick, and what I've really been grinding on is these like steam moves, because when you see these lines, move in the WNBA you got to think to yourself who's really getting down hard betting these big amounts it's people who like Daniel Alvari people who know the sport who've modeled the sport who see a value in one side or the other and are pushing the number so to your point Patrick that total yesterday to the over that you hit if you look at the over the WNBA WNBA this year it's about 54 percent it's slightly profitable but if you see at least a point rise to the over the over is about 64 percent so pay attention to those line moves not everyone will win but they're notable because again it's people betting and moving numbers who know what they're doing with the WNBA it's such a small market by the way in terms of betting the WNBA so usually more often than not to Josh's point these are people whether they're sharp or not at least they're regular WNBA betters who do follow it and follow the sport and follow the market so always uh be careful about that uh, can I and, just follow up quickly on yes. to what you just said Wes and there are gonna these bets are gonna be limited but uh, like for example a professional that you, we all know and Scott Spritzer they will take advantage like new betters are like why are they talking WNBA because they will grind out a mm-hmm. pretty sizable profit because it's a market that's mm-hmm. also neglected is not the word right. I use, but it's not as focused on as other markets. Right. Obviously. And, and like another example, you get a rare market right now. There may be a handful of people that I know that bet college baseball, like during the regular season. But now we got the college world series up, by the way, we're going to have a game in about a half hour elimination, Stanford and Auburn at the college world series in Omaha. But when you talk about steam, be careful about the steam though, because look uh, the steam in the college world series has not been getting there. No. You've seen these unders get like smashed by a run and a half or two runs, because we know in past years, it's hard to hit a ball out in Omaha at Charles Schwab field there. So, uh, 
that's why you see them get bet to the enter. And all these games get steamed to the enter, and I think maybe only one or two of them have hit so far on the enter. So, you're, yeah, you're seeing these moves like today, like Stanford. We're already seeing like a 40-cent move against Auburn. So, a lot of these favorites have been getting bet. We saw it with Texas yesterday against Texas A&M. Longhorns got sent home, but they did get the money yesterday, but they're not advancing. Do you have a play today, College World Series? Uh, I do I do not as of yet. I think I'm going to go with the Razorbacks, though. They are playing Ole Miss tonight in the late game, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. About 115 minus 120. Ole Miss has been kind of a hot team going in, but I think Arkansas just has the deeper staff. It just you watch college baseball, and I went to South Carolina, so it's big down there, Josh and Wes. And you just hear you go to a game, all you hear is ping, yes. ping, ping. It's wild <laughs> the contrast from the majors. Okay, uh, a good game down in Tampa today. McClanahan, who is your NL Cy Young Award betting favorite right now, the lefty's been awesome for Tampa Bay. Cole on the bump for the Yankees. Josh, I'm on the under here. Which way are you going? So I'll root for your under, Patrick. Six and a half. Thank it you. is juiced up under a little bit. And again, Patrick, you did get your Detroit over yesterday, which was nice too as well. And your Tigers won another one. So Thank you're riding you. hot, my man here. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, I would say again, under six and a half. You know, the one thing I look at, you know, good pitching matchup, obviously Cole and McClanahan, but look at these domes, closed roof stadiums, ball doesn't really travel as much. You see unders tick up about 2% from a, you know, outdoor stadium to a dome or closed roof. What I'm looking at here, guys, is the Yankees. Now, if you look at yesterday, this is a game we talked about yesterday, Patrick. Huge move to the Yankees. They had an 8-3 to three lead. They were kind of rolling there against Toronto. They blew it. That was probably their worst loss of the year. You lose 10-9. to nine. You're going to bounce back today. I think that's a really good team. Maybe that gets you motivated a little bit, trying to win today. Line was going in your favor. Yankees open around minus 115, minus 120. Very short favorite. Then all up close to around minus 130. We know, in particular, these road favorites in baseball. 233 and 140, 62%. Also, you look at a favorite awful loss who made the playoffs last year. So you're expected to win. You're awful loss. You want to bounce back, and you're a good, you know, postseason team from the previous year. 132 and 66, 67%, 10% ROI. Favorite low total, correlative betting. You get want to be on that favorite if it's a low total. Your amount of expected run scored more likely, not a guarantee, but more likely comes from the better team. And the Yankees, they're 16 and two, their last 18. Tampa struggled a bit, two and seven, their last nine. And the Yankees are five and two, had to get head against Tampa. So to me, Patrick, a little bit of movement here toward Cole, but also a value play on the best team in baseball, sub 130. I'll lay it with the Yankees today. Speaking of that other New York team, I think you've already got a run on the board for your team total over with Thank the you. New York Thank Mets. You, However, you do have the bases loaded here, two outs, so it'd be nice to clear that here early on. But <laughs> Trevor Rogers absolutely struggling here already at 24 pitches. So see if McNeil can drive a couple in. If right I get now. three and get to that yeah. bullpen, I'll feel comfortable. Yeah, because I don't want to mush it here. It's like, man, this seems like they should get a bunch of runs and there we go line out to left so I probably already did just one run for the Mets here in the first thanks Wes thanks for nothing I I apologize (laughs) you're you're absolutely fine I I feel comfortable with that play over four and a half team total Mets early game today next one up for you my man Josh you've got you're gonna lay it with the Brewers tonight I am Patrick and this one jumped out to me because both these teams you know it is a divisional game NL Central they're both 38 and 30 Milwaukee's playing a little bit better. They had a tough streak here, but they've won four. I think three of their last four, four of their last five Cardinals dropped two or three at Boston. This is one of those plays where just this move jumped out to me. Like you consider these teams, a lot of people would you know kind of relatively even. So just take the dog, take the plus money, but the brew crew are getting hit today. Guys, Corbin Burns on the bump, the brewers with Corbin Burns, their last, uh, what is it? His last five, seven starts. They're five and two. 
He opened around minus 150 or up to minus 165, so good move in favor of Milwaukee. Brewers have been great against right-handed pitchers here. They're 28 and 17 against righties. You also look at uh, some of these, you know, home road and, and dog splits. Milwaukee 32 and 23 as a favorite. St. Louis 13 and 18 as a dog. I'm gonna lay with Milwaukee here. Another favorite low total. Give me the Brew Crew in this one, guys. Josh, want to get the hockey in in the final 90 seconds here. Game three, Tampa Bay down 2 nothing, up against it at home. And uh, minus 110-ish, minus 115, small favorite on the Lightning. Total at six, but getting a little bet to the under. What do you have for this evening? So, Wes, I'm not excited about it. I feel terrible about it, but give me the Tampa Bay Lightning here, guys. One of thing course. that's notable to me, uh, if you, Patrick, if you look at these betting percentages, 70% of bets are on the abs. And again, how do you not take the abs? They're fantastic. You just blew out, you know, Tampa Bay 7 nothing over the weekend. You're up to a minus 650 favorite on the series price, almost a 90% implied probability that you win this series. But from a data-driven standpoint, guys, 70% of bets are on Colorado. But this game open, Tampa Bay, very short, minus 110 home favorite. They're up to minus 115, minus 120. They even got down to 105 and went back up to minus 110. So looks like liability is here on Tampa a little bit. Burakovsky is hurt. He didn't travel for uh, for the Avs. So you are down one good player there. We also look at some of these system matches. Playoff favorites at home. Very slight favorite Tampa Bay, but they're 42 and 18, 70% overall. Remember, Tampa went down 0-2 to the Rangers, came back and got back in that series and won that series. So I'm going to take Tampa, and guys, maybe you hold your nose and lean under. It's juiced up under six, only 20% bets, but almost six, uh, 50% money on the under tonight. Josh, I see, I just saw in your notes, uh, NBA and the draft and the number one overall pick. We were going to come back and discuss. Do you want to hang out with us? I'd love to, guys. Yeah, okay. keep me around a bit. Yeah. Okay. Don't go anywhere, and congratulations on your Red Sox in that play as well yesterday. Josh has a play on the Sox today as well. We'll get to that next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. This is Sin, the Sports Betting Network. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi 
Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Santos was just asking me during the break, did I collect my BetMGM reward points? And I told him yes, and you can too. Every wager you bet over at BetMGM, whether it's online or with the app, you get points. Like a credit card, it's a loyalty program. Redeemable for online bonuses, converted into comps at MGM Resorts nationwide. So check it out. It's a wonderful loyalty program. Nobody does it better than the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. He is Wes Reynolds. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line. Michael Lombardi back on Thursday. Hope you had a nice weekend. Our buddy Josh Applebaum is hanging out with us for another segment because we're going to talk about the NBA draft, which is coming up on Thursday. Before we do, we were having a very enlightening conversation about hair metal during the break. The question for you, Josh, can you name two hair metal bands? Now, Wes Reynolds and I are kind of the same age, so we grew up with this. You're younger than us. This is a test. Two hair metal bands. Oh, man, this is tough. Ah, uh, Jesus, you guys put me on the spot. Let me say Guns N' Roses, does that count? Kind of. Uh, fair. Yes. Yeah. One more. Uh, okay. That's uh, a good one. one. That's a good one. Sweet Child of Mine, Josh think. Applebaum. Does Aerosmith count? No. No. Okay. Can't give <laughs> See, me I'm that 35. One. I'm showing my age, okay. guys. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, this is before my time. We'll each give you a band, and you tell us if you've heard of this band. Okay. I'll go first. Poison. Yes, I've heard of Poison. Yep. Def Pour Leopard. some sugar on me. Is that it, Patrick? Yep. Yes. That's there Def Leopard. Yes. No, that's okay. Def Leopard. Poison. Okay, either Poison is every Unskinny rose. Bop. Has, every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Unskinny. Okay. Bop, 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 bop. Josh, <laughs> question for you. Your boy was hanging out at Fenway. Who was it that was swinging Sweet Caroline? Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond was there. there at yeah. Fenway Park. You, you do have kind of an old soul. Uh, I think the audience would like to know what kind of music, when you're just driving around in the whip by yourself, do you listen to? I, I go through it all, Patrick. I mean, my core is like, you know, Blink-182 and like, you know, high school. That's kind of what I would rock. But, you know, Wilco is my favorite band nowadays. I do like some rap here and there. I'm all over the place. But we might see Patrick Post Malone at the TD Garden, me and Elisa, uh, upcoming this fall. So I'm a bit of a Post Malone fan nowadays. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, Josh Applebaum being a postie came out of left field. We, we are better oh, yeah, now surprised for having this conversation. <laughs> did you yes. see what I did there, Post Malone? Yes, a little thank bit? you. Ooh, I like well it. done. Josh brought up Bling, too, because we were I talking about Blink. the Colorado Avalanche. And did you see on Saturday night at the Ball Arena in Denver, they were singing all the small things in unison. I did not know that that was a That's thing, their thing. Yeah. in Colorado. Ooh. Like Edmonton had La Bamba is kind of their thing. Right. Like everybody has their song. Remember the blues had Gloria. Yes, that was great. And it was like, that's the weirdest song ever to play as like a goal song or a victory song. But St. Louis figured it out and won a Stanley Cup, maybe in part because of it. Wilco did not surprise me. Post Malone surprised me. And if you had even money on widespread panic, Josh Applebaum being a fan of widespread, I think you would have cast. Josh seems like a little indie rock, too. You know, very eclectic taste in music. Yeah, he's a different. And also, most would categorize you as a bad boy, right? Oh, yeah, you can tell, Patrick. I, before I got my job at Beeson, I had to scrub all my face tattoos just, you know, to get hired here. So, yeah. Like we, Post Malone. We got, exactly, yeah. yeah. I got blessed right here, Patrick. I got Steam here. No, got stop. RLM right here. <laughs> Reverse line movement tattoo. Josh, you're the best. RLM just right across <laughs> yes. the dome there. The best was yesterday when we opened up the Sunday show. I did my spiel, which is probably verbose, and I love hearing myself talk. But then I kicked it to Josh, and within 30 seconds, he, he said, system match. 
was oh, like, yeah. this mm-hmm. is... Play this... bingo with me, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. these are it. obvious terms you'll hear. That's yeah. where we got to get like a sound effect, like the like a bell or something when we get system match. <laughs> it is perfect. It does appear Thursday. We've got the top three, and then there's everybody else. Jabari Smith is going to be your favorite to go one overall to the Magic. Uh, Chet Holmgren. And then we just had... Um, our buddy Thomas Gable and he said Ben Carroll's getting hit okay those are your three and then there's a very clear as far as I'm concerned you guys can disagree there's a very clear four in Jade and Ivy and then it starts to get very interesting Josh we'll start with you yeah so I think you know I'm waiting for a lot of these other props Patrick because you know Ivy's a guy I'm looking at number four and we don't have a lot of these you know like the NFL draft over under positions head-to-head stuff like that we should be getting them over the next few days but the one that we do have and we have some data to track is number one overall pick so if you kind of go back maybe a month or so it was really kind of 50-50. Jabari Smith from Auburn, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga. You look at a lot of mock drafts. Some have Holmgren one, some have Jabari Smith one. So there's kind of a disagreement here. But really what the market is telling us, and one thing I love to do, guys, low bets, higher dollars. Let's go to these big books. Let's see how many, you know, the percentage of bets and the handle on every single player here. So, you know, use this with Jokic MVP, smart defensive player of the year. Will it win every time? Of course not. But Jabari Smith is my guy here, guys, going number one. He actually opened at minus 105 uh, about a month ago. He's now minus 165. He's taking in 27% of bets, the most of any of any player here, but 53% of the money. So that's, again, a really good low bets, higher dollar uh, bet split. The line is moving toward uh, Jabari Smith. Now, about a week ago, he got up as high as I saw one book like minus 500. It was almost like, hey, this is, you know, such a shoe in that really you can't get any value laying that number. But something popped up. It was an article on ESPN about the president of the Magic was the number one overall pick. Uh, His name is, I think it's Weltman here, Jeff Weltman. He said that they're still going through their evaluations and they're unclear and they don't know who they're going to take. So kind of on that, you know, and again, is he playing coy? Is it a smokescreen? Who knows? But when that news came out that they're still evaluating, that minus 500 Smith came back down to minus 165. So what I'm getting at is, you know, what is he? Is he going somewhere else, West? That could be the case. But also, if you've been waiting to to draft Smith or to bet Smith and you missed the good number, he's back down to minus 165. That's a bettable number to me, West. But what do you think? It sounds like you got some inside intel there, West. Well, I mean, with Smith, I think part of the reason why it's gone down a little bit is because his weakness really is finishing at the rim. Mm-hmm. I mean, finishing at the rim. I know he had some highlight reel dunks, but if you watched Auburn a lot through the season and his one year down playing for Bruce Pearl, this is a guy that's basically a three-point shooter. He stretches the floor, you know, 42% from the three. He's got length and athleticism, so he can defend positions one through four, but he's not a guy that really finishes a lot at the rim. And we kind of saw Jason Tatum struggle with that. That's like the next evolution in his game where he's got to be able to finish at the rim a little bit better. You don't just want to be a three-point shooter where it's kind of like the reverse of Giannis where it's like he can finish at the rim whenever the hell he wants. He's just got to be able to be a threat from the outside. So maybe that's a little bit of, uh, I don't want to, it's not buyer's remorse yet, but a little bit of doing their due diligence on Smith. I don't believe that Atlanta or Orlando necessarily wants to draft Chet Holmgren. I think Oklahoma City, Sam Presti, would be very happy if Orlando goes ahead and takes Jabari Smith, and then they run to the podium to draft Chet. But I still think Smith is going to go number one, but I don't think Orlando is really 100%. And then we heard Thomas Gable say Boncaro was getting hit. Ivy, a lot of people are looking to trade up to number four. I don't think Ivy wants to go to Sacramento. He does not. He does not. He has put that out there. Now, his mother, Niall Ivy, of course, uh, now the Notre Dame head coach, did play for the Indiana Fever. So I think he'd be cool with playing in Indianapolis. He's put out the Knicks as well. You know, trying to send some screens out there to say, hey, trade up for me. But 
Josh, I don't know what you've seen in the market. The the player that is the most interesting, where you get the biggest schism, I think, in terms of opinion on, where some people love him, some people absolutely say a stay away, is the kid Shaden Sharp out of Kentucky. I've seen him going as high as number five, and I've seen him fall into the back end of the lottery because this is a guy that elected to sit out his second semester for Cal. Yeah, it seems to me like, Wes, and again, I'm waiting on some of these other prop bets, you know, the over-under sharp, six and a half. I'm throwing that out there. I don't know if that's the actual position. But, yeah, I think this is going to be something we got to monitor once these bets drop. Now, if you're looking at number one overall pick, just wanted to mention this, guys. Like, Chet Holmgren, again, this is why it's getting a little bit tighter. And I'm with you, Wes. I think he goes to OKC. But he's getting 24% bets, 35% money. So Holmgren does have a little bit low bets, higher dollars for number one pick. Not quite as, you know, a big of a gap there, obviously, as Jabari Smith, 27%, 53%. But to your point, Paolo Bancaro, you're hearing a lot about him. He's still minus 900. He opened plus 350. His odds are actually getting worse here. But this is kind of one way to use these splits to your advantage. If you look at BetMGM, Paolo Bancaro is getting 11% of bets to go one overall. But he's only taking in 1.6% of the money. So what does that tell me? It tells me that these are all like, you know, casual, average Joe type bets on Bancaro. Anytime you see much more bets than money, that tells me it's kind of a public bet. Whereas Smith... Yes, you're getting the most tickets, 27%, but also almost double the amount of money, so a little bit low bets, higher dollars. But that's one person to watch here, uh, Wes. You're totally right, Sharp. And Ivy right now, same sort of thing, 10% bets, only around 2% of the money. But one, Ivy, very much the inverse of Smith because he gets to the rim and finishes with authority. Yeah. And also, not necessarily a three-point shooter with Ivy, but he did get better from his freshman year to his sophomore mm-hmm. year. But I want Wes Reynolds to pump the brakes a little bit because I saw what he did there. The Pacers are selecting six. You know who's selecting five, and that is the Pistons. Ivy to the Pistons. <laughs> there is no chance. If the Kings know that Ivy doesn't want to play for him and you know, they mm-hmm. end up eschewing him, the Pistons are going to take Ivy at five. Which would uh, obviously break the heart of their central division compatriot, the Pacers. We'll see if Kevin Pritchard and company <laughs> elects to trade up. You know, they're trying to build a core. They're going to get Keegan Murray. Yeah, that might be the guy that ends up slipping to the Pacers because I don't know how keen, even though he's working out for them, that's the last workout, by the way, for Shaden Sharp. He is in Indianapolis today. I don't know if they're totally sold on him. I don't, not sure. Great job, Josh. Unskinny Bop. Look it up. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I would say, Patrick, though, me and uh, Elise been watching the Pam and Tommy documentary. Does that count like early, like, you know, hair days? I don't know. Yes, yes, you nailed it. That documentary yeah. fits right into the mix. Josh, you're the best. <laughs> Market insights, of course. Betting across America. Thank you, buddy. Wes, great to work with See you, you guys. Well. with you, Patrick. Odds on next here, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 